So here you are. You're standing on the subway escalator on your way up, engrossed in reading a book, and almost missed the step off. You keep your balance and make the first step, but not the second one. Something's tugging at your right foot. You turn around, and it's your worst nightmare. Your shoelace got stuck in the escalator. People start stumbling into you, and you lose your footing, falling flat on your behind. Several more people rush past, mumbling something angrily, but then you feel someone's hands under your armpits and you're hauled to your feet. The man who helped you pats you down and points at your right foot. Take it off, you can't save it. What, the foot? But then you realize he's talking about the sneaker. You quickly do as you're told, and finally you're free, minus a sneaker. Now, let's get back to the escalator ride. Imagine you're sitting on the steps, never do that by the way, and wearing a loose shirt that's not tucked into your pants. You wait until the escalator starts getting flat, and only then stand up. Well, at least you try. When you do, you feel a powerful tug at your collar and lose your balance. The stairs have eaten the hem of your shirt and are quickly dragging you down. You try to break free, hear the fabric tearing, but realize you won't make it until someone hits the emergency stop button and the escalator halts, with you lying on your back and your hair inches from the gap between the steps. Okay, enough scares. Let's go take a look at why these things happen. An escalator is basically a belt driven by a set of chains. There are two sets of gears at the top and bottom of an escalator, and a chain is pulling those on either side. When gears rotate, thanks to an electric motor, they move the chains. The steps are installed between those, each stair fixed at a set interval and moving along with the whole system. Since the chains go in a loop over the gears, the stairs have to be looped too. That's why I said the escalator is a belt. When you see the steps flattening at the top and bottom of the escalator, they're actually just going down and underneath without changing their shape. In a few moments, or minutes, they'll re-emerge on the opposite end of the moving stairs. An escalator has several features that make it different from regular stairs. First, it moves. Duh. Thanks, Captain Obvious. Second, the steps of an escalator are broader to make them more comfortable to stand on. And third, they're taller to make it easier to step off them. You can see where the belt ends and prepare for the exit. Escalators also have ridges on their steps. Those serve two purposes. One is collecting liquid so that you don't slip on a rainy day, and the other is to make it harder for stuff to get between the last stair and the platform. You may notice there are similar grooves at the edge of the platform, too. They interlock with the ridges on the steps, not letting anything get in between. That's why you might sometimes see trash lying there. It's filtered by the interlock grooves. Still, there's a small chance your shoelaces or pieces of clothing might get stuck in there, especially if the escalator is old. The gap might just be large enough to let something in. That's why there are two more safety measures. One is the edges of the steps being painted yellow. This color is easily seen on black or dark gray steps. And the other is the green light coming from beneath the escalator, between the steps, just as you're about to get off the belt. This light warns you that the step-off platform is near. So if you're blinded by its brilliance, it's time to stop reading that book. 
Another thing added for your safety is the brush along the side of the escalator. It's convenient to clean your shoes, but its purpose is actually for you not to stick your feet too close to the banister. Naturally, the moving stairs can't be always rubbing against the walls, so there's a gap between them. If a shoelace or a piece of clothing gets into that gap, it could end badly. Since most people aren't into a habit of looking down at their toes all the time, the brushes were installed right above the gaps. When you touch them with your shoes, you feel the friction and hear the noise, which alarms you to move a bit away from the edge. Finally, the speed of the escalator is also a kind of safety measure. Most of these mechanisms move at a crawl, and there's even the escalator etiquette in most countries. You stand on one side of the steps and let those who want to walk pass on the other. In fact, if the pace of the belt was livelier, there would be many more incidents. People would fail to react in time and walk off the stairs tumbling down. And if you ever tried to step onto a particularly rapid-moving escalator, you know it's quite a thrill in itself to catch the moment and hop on. Finally, sometimes operators have to stop the movement in an emergency. Even on a slow escalator, you have to tightly grip the handrail to keep your balance in that case. If it were moving fast, you'd most likely fail to take a hold and fall forward, or someone from behind would bring you down anyway. By the way, the handrails are so thick and made of rubber because they have to be electrically isolated not to shock you. And rubber is a material that not only doesn't conduct electricity, but also is resistant to wear and tear. Just so you know.